0: And then that kicks off kind of the drought, I guess you'd call it for Super Bowls. Like you don't win, and guys like Logan Mankins and even Billy O'Brien get labeled as certain things because they're not part of the West Welker Ring Dynasty. Wes Welker, uh, Randy Moss for certain radio hosts in this town you may appear with who's idiotic with that argument at all times. Um, but yes, it, it turns into this era. And what do you think? What do you think Brady's um Inner turmoil was at that point, like he because they could have won a super bowl with Gronk. If Gronk doesn't, you know, isn't playing on one leg and isn't a decoy in Indy, they probably won a super bowl there, right? Like, won
1: that. I mean, obviously, they could have won those two with the Giants that they lost. Those those easily could have been wins.
0: Do you think that maybe, um, not only brought drive because we know anytime he comes up short, Tom Brady is looking to whoop your ass and whatever it is. We've heard all these stories about beer chugging or or whatever various game. But do you think it also may have brought about an appreciation? Like, it came so easy for the first four years that maybe... Yeah,
1: that's interesting.
0: There was an appreciation of... Because he loves the game. I firmly believe he loves football. Now, whether it goes beyond love and it's actually an addiction for him, maybe we'll see or whatever. But I think that may have brought some appreciation. Because if you recall, he made a comment that was really, I thought, kind of stupid. And this was in... I don't know if it was 03 or oh four. I think it was 4 You know, that's it. There's got to be more than this after winning the Super Bowl. I thought it was just an idiotic comment. And I think karma might have come back around and whooped him in the ass in 7 and brought appreciation back to his life of football.
1: Yeah, I I definitely think he's addicted to the competition, like you said. Um, And he loves football, there's no doubt. And I I think that when you get that close, because I think that what happened when he started – like the O seventeen, like can you imagine the O seven team if that were the Colts, if that was the Peyton Manning Colts, and they lost the last game of the year? Not just lost it, but they lost 17-14? Right. Like, how do you think that would have been perceived? They fell on their face. They the who, great who, offense, Peyton Manning fell. choked. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that, that's not how it was perceived. No, because it was Brady all put had on won, the line. Because Brady had won the three titles and had already established himself as the ultimate winner. Yep. And I think that's what like I'm gonna just get back and it's it's not about these fancy records. I, I proved that I could do that, but I didn't win. And I think that continued to make them, you know, drive. And let's face it, the second time that the 07 team's a wagon, the, the 11 team that lost to the Giants wasn't right. Um, you know, the defense was abysmal in, in, in that season and in that game, even though they somehow only allowed whatever. 22 points or whatever, why I forget the score of the game. Um, they, they couldn't get off the field. I mean, I think uh, Eli Manning had something like uh, 40 minutes of, of ball control with 30 for 40 passing. They couldn't get off the field from the start of the game to the end of the game. And I think Brady probably looked at that as a like a measure of frustration. Like, I just – I need a little support, you know, to get, you know, to get over the top. And then you saw them sort of go out shortly thereafter – First they make a big trade for Akib Tlaib, and then they get Darrell Revis in fourteen with Browner, and that defense gets, you know, gets settled. But that was, what was it? Ten years, Andy? Right? Oh yeah. And I know that sounds silly to say like they had to go ten years without, you know, between Super Bowls, but that's a long time for a quarterback to be part of two different sets of of success within the same dynasty. Ten years—that's a long time. That's well, a whole that- career.
0: I, I was going to say that's why people talk about Brady having two Hall of Fame careers. You can break right. it up into two segments, and either one gets into Canton. Uh, I want to ask you a question that I don't know the answer to. I'll be honest with you. I have sort of an opinion on, um, just sort of philosophically as much as anecdotally. But So Brady becomes a passer, a slinger, like a throw-the-ball-around-all-the-time, a Peyton Manning, whatever you want to call it. Do you think he changed or... Or it was just sort of the the circumstances he was in, and what I mean by that is, when he was dinking and dunking, do you think he—that's all he was—and did he get his arm stronger? Did he, you know, improve his mechanics to the point where he could be more of a a gunslinger? Not that he ever had a cannon by any means, but also I would argue on the other end, I don't think he ever just had a pea shooter. I thought he yeah. always had an adequate NFL arm. Yeah. But do you think arm strength and any of that played a role in the way his career evolved in terms of being a, a passer?
1: I, I think that, like I said, I, I felt like his skills were undersold coming out. I thought he had perfectly uh, a strong enough arm to, you know, was it the best arm in the league? No, but it was pretty good. Um, I, I think that more so than any improvement in that physical aspect of his game, Andy, I think the game just changed. You know, the first part of the dynasty, the 0-1, I mean, you're lined up, you ran Antoine Smith, you played defense, you played field position, you punted, and you tried to win 17-14. That was when football was football. Well, I know, you know, rockheads like you probably believe that. But, you know, the game evolved into a little bit more of a wide-open game, you know, and, you know, even if you want to look at some of the Patriots' impact on that, You know, the way that they knocked around those Colts receivers in those playoff games led to more of an emphasis on the defensive hold, the illegal contacts and stuff like that. And then you want to go a little bit further in the way they legislated all big hits basically out of the secondary. Every time you lay a receiver out, it's a penalty. So it became a lot easier to sort of spread it out, throw the ball, and you get a guy like Brady who's going to pick the right matchup more often than not. I think it lends itself to to a more wide-open game, and I think Brady evolved with that. I think Bill Belichick evolved with that. And I think Bill at heart is like what you're talking about, Andy. You, you know, when football was football, that's how you play, football. right? But I think you recognize the game is changing, and you got to get more, you know. Remember we used to say, like, who, if you're going to beat the Patriots, you got to be prepared to score 30 points. Right. Because Brady was going to score 30 if he needed to every game. So in order to beat them, you were going to have to do what Philadelphia did in that Super Bowl. Right. So Brady
0: emotionally, as he evolves as a player, evolves as an MVP player, isn't winning Super Bowls, but is still at the heights of the NFL. The Patriots are still uh, a dynasty. How do you think his leadership slash emotion evolves? And I'm going to throw a couple little uh, anecdotal things out here towards you that you can expand on or or whatever. So the first I recall is, for example, say the uh, the Dan Copen era when Tom lost his mind on the practice field and referred to them as Fat Cows, the offensive lineman, and really didn't necessarily endear himself to his, to his lineman at that point. Um, and then another famous one from our little internal world is, you know, I know he was ticked off when they had a fight and he and Mayo were sort of on our cover, making it maybe look like they were involved in the fight when they weren't really involved in the fight and he was playing peacekeeper, but emotionally... How do you think he evolved as a leader in that time before we got to deflate gate? And I think he sort of changed some things there, like the emotion of Tom Brady in this, in this middle era of his career.
1: Yeah. I I do think that he, the the competitive, I I think it all gets back to the competitiveness right on the field. He, he, could you imagine him dealing with the way the offense looked during training camp this year? We would have had the Dan Copen thing about 12 times in August. Right, that's what I'm saying.
0: Mac didn't pop off until November.
1: <laughs> right, he, he couldn't. He he couldn't handle even a practice not going the way he thought it should go. Um, and and one on one hand, I think that that is an admirable leadership trait. On the other hand, I think sometimes the emotions got the best of him. He probably didn't really look at, you know, in retrospect, when he went home that night, when he yelled at Dan Copeland and the rest of the linemen and Copen got mad at him, he probably said, yeah, I, I might've taken that one a little too far. And certainly I, you know, it is a little bit inside baseball between you and I with the male thing. He way overreacted to that. Right. Right. He way overreacted to that. And just so people know, we had a cover, there was a training camp fight, very rare in New England. We had a, a picture of it on our cover of one of our training camp issues. And it, it, it was Brady and Mayo sort of squaring off and he, he was really upset about it. And, you know, I, I had to go and apologize for him, although I don't really know what I did wrong.
0: (laughs) You played the good, uh, good company man. The good, I did. Um, Okay, so now I want to transition here on Six Rings and Football Things, the Tom Brady career retrospective for the second straight off season and look into the final stages of what was the end of his Patriots career, but then the transition to uh, Tampa Bay and all the debates of Belichick versus Brady. The one thing I, I did tweet out, we now definitively know that Tom Brady will go into the Hall of Fame before Bill Belichick, correct?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. Cause Bill, I don't think Bill's retiring anytime soon. So, right. so, so Brady is going to beat Belichick to Canton fact, not opinion. Fact. <laughs> fact. Can't argue with it. Right? I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means, but <laughs> it's, it's going to beat him here too. To, to the more prestigious hall of fame. Uh quick side question
0: here as in Gillette stadium, the hall at Patriot place, the red jacket ceremony, not the gold jacket ceremony, uh, Will that be coming um, within the year or will he wait the traditional period?
1: Okay. So this is funny. Um, I want to state emphatically that this is not anything official. Okay. Okay. There have been no conversations with anybody of any importance. This is just something that I spoke with Fred about this morning.
0: Okay. Fred Kirsch.
1: Right. So this is not anything that is happening.
0: And Fred is a big swing and you know what? At, at the But paper. I, I
1: I sort of threw it out there that, Yes, we should waive that four-year period.
0: Absolutely, okay.
1: maybe wait at least a year just to make sure that this is, you know, for good this time. Um, oh, it's
0: for good. Did you see him crying?
1: No, I, I agree. I agree. It's I don't good. think I don't think he's coming back. But it doesn't have to be immediate. I don't think this should be handled the way all the other ones were handled. Andy, like when Vince Wilfork goes in and Teddy Bruschi goes in and Drew Bledsoe goes in and you have the big ceremony in the summer, you know, during the preseason out in the plaza. And then at halftime of one of their games, you, you have them speak and, you know, do all that. This is Tom Brady. I don't want to do it like everybody else. He's different. Mm. I think that they should have just Tom Brady day and it's out in the field. You have the stage set up. Like it's almost like the concert, you know, with all the field seating yep. on the terraplast and, and yep. all of that. And you invite, you know anybody that wants to come, and you get like Peyton Manning to come, mm-hmm. and all kinds of former you know uh, rivals. Uh, you get Ed, Ed Reed and Ray Lewis, and well, like this, Charles this, Woodson. Yeah, this, this would be great. Like, would remember be great. Larry Bird's retirement here. I, you know? I was what
0: I was just when you were saying this. Yeah. I was thinking Larry Bird and, and Magic. That's
1: what they should do. And, and the like it's not like in the in the football season. This is like May fifteenth is Tom right. Brady Day, and it's hyped and pumped up and promoted and it's a big deal. And then when you do, you know, so he's in the hall of fame and then you're retiring number 12, number 12 goes in the stadium somewhere. And I would say probably with the banners Mm -hmm. under the banner, you know, we don't have many other numbers in the stadium. Right. Right. We have a lot of retired numbers, but none of them are retired inside the bowl. Tom Brady's is different to like, to me, you go all out and do it that way. That was my feeling this morning. I have no idea if anybody will be listening, but that's my, that's my thought.
0: Based on my experiences, they don't really listen to you. But um, that's a side topic. <laughs>
1: that's a, it's a very keen observation by you. How about I'm a stat- down in the basement now, w- looking for my stapler?
0: Well, you do. The back wall does look a little bit like a prison cell, but I didn't want to bring it up.
1: I could get all the, the, the helmets out though. Are kind of cool. I don't. I didn't have a Tampa one. I was looking.
0: That's too bad. Um, and the statue could go right on top of the uh, the new lighthouse, right? Big old statue on top of that observation tower uh, lighthouse. Uh, so how
1: high are we going with that thing? I don't know. You have a statue on top of the White House. Yeah,
0: I don't know. They're limited. You put a light on it so planes don't hit it or something, but how cool it's would that good be? Good back there,
1: by the way. That's a lot construction's really coming along. Oh, good.